We are in Yerushalmi Brachos Duff Lamed Gimel in the Ozohadar print. And I want to talk about what our Gemara is discussing right now. And we can learn some really, really important lessons. It's Hilchus Avelos. And I know some people get nervous when they learn that. I heard from a Scheinberg with my own ears when I was learning Moid Cotton with a friend of mine. He said that Torah is Megan Omatil and you have to learn all Chalakim of Torah. And a person should never worry. It's a good thing. And there's so many things to learn from these lessons. So today I want to talk about what the Gemara is talking about. Kfiyas Amita. The Gemara says, How do I know that the Avel overturns his bed? Now, nowadays, most Avelim don't do this. There is a correla- correlation between Kfiyas Amita and not sitting on a chair that's 18 inches or higher to sit so close to the ground. Uh, we're not going to talk about that exact thing right now, even though the Gemara talks about this here at Amoe Kutten. But the Gemara says, How do I know that there's something called Kfiyas Amita, which was done back then? It was some type of switching of the bed. So it says... Um, Rev Krispa, who's a Yerushalmi name, says the name of Rev Yochanan, his Rebbe, uh, who's probably the author of Yerushalmi. But Yeshu Ito Aretz, he should sit the, talking to the Avel to the ground. Al Aretz thinks if it doesn't say they were on the actual ground, rather it says La Aretz. What does that mean? Davershu Samuel Aretz. So that shows they were sitting on something uncomfortable close to the ground. They would sleep on beds that were overturned. Now, sitting during the day is a whole different story. Let's not get into that right now. So then you have Rav Yona and Rav Yossi. They say in the name of Shem Malakish, what's the reason for Kfiyas Amita? So this is very logical. So um, even though they seem to be saying the same thing, there's a little bit difference. So one of them says in the name Mahu Yashim Amita Kavuya, why does he sleep in this overturned bed? So that when he wakes up, when he wakes up, um, he'll remember he's an Avel because it's uncomfortable. And the other one says, that it'll cause him to wake up. So the first Madriga is just, uh, I guess it's saying it doesn't have to be so uncomfortable. And if he happens to wake up, then he'll remember it because it's overturned, which we'll, we'll see in a second. The other one says it'll actually cause him pain, and he should remember that Avelis. What does that mean? That means psychologically the Avel is supposed to experience the pain and not supposed to drown it out. Now, does that mean that they shouldn't take medication to help themselves or uh, get support? Of course not. It means everyone has to speak to their Rav, etc., etc., but the point is that um, the, the purpose of Kviyas Amita is to recognize that something's different, and that's how we want him to experience, we want, we want the Abel to experience it like that. Now, um, there's also another element, which is that when this Abel wakes up in the, at night, whether because the bed's so uncomfortable or because he happens to wake up and then remember, he sees that the Mita is Kfuya. What does that mean? The bed has changed. So um, the Chazal say in the Bavli, I believe it's in Masechus Ksubas, where it talks about Almana, Mana, uh, different amounts, that, that the, each name means different things. So one of the things it says is Puria. What does bed mean? Sham, Par, and Verabin. There they, they, they reproduce. So obviously we understand that husband and wife have children on a bed. So the shot is that when a person comes into this world, our purpose is is Asakta Puria Verivia, which that's one of the six questions we're asked, like more in Shabbos, Dab, Lama, Gimel. So, Lama, Dalf. And the... What does that mean? Not everybody is Zohar to have children, but did you put in that effort? But there's a deeper level, which is, did you produce things? Were you a productive person? Rav Hillel has an entire safer for people that weren't able to have children off one Litzan called Rani Akara, where he explains, Al Pichazal, that if a person was a Sakta Pirvirvir, which means to try, he's Yotze, and he shouldn't ever think that the different Chazals that seem to say that a person who doesn't have children won't go to Lom Haba, etc., etc., etc. That's not exactly what it means. It means somebody that didn't try and had the opportunity. Ayin Shem, Rechon Litzlan, but it's interesting Torah concepts. Anyway, so the point here is that Kviyas Amita um, teaches us an important lesson about life, the Chlal, and that is that life is short. And like we talked about until now, the, the correlation between um, the Chassan and the Kala, on the one hand, the, sh- the Shiva, 
and the Shavu Brachas and the Panam Chadashos, and the correlation between that and death and the Shiva and the Panam Chadashos, etc. So that's also one of the lessons, that the Mita is really a place of Simcha and Shampar and Vravin, but there's also a limitation on that. Now, there's a very fascinating, which is death, which puts everything in perspective. There's also a very fascinating Zohar. The Zohar says that without the Yitzhahara, there wouldn't be any pair of there wouldn't be any children. Why? Because there's, it takes, there's a certain taiva that makes a person want to get married, etc., and then have children. So um, it's very fascinating because what's being done here is that the thing that is sham par of raven, wherever children are produced, is now being uh, turned around to show that the same sutton, who who sutton, who yetzara, who malchamavis, that's the same one that who brought the productivity. But there's also an end to it that brings brings an end, it brings death to the world. Obviously, with Hashem's command. So these are some perspectives that we have on Kviya Samita. Obviously, there's a discomfort there, so the Abel could experience the mourning part, but there's also a Hashkafic idea that it's showing that there's a passing the gra- of, of the guard, so to speak, that life is changing from a place of Shampar and Ravan, that productivity that is now stopped, and that's part of the mourning that's here, and, um, and that's part of the lesson in that transition. I hope that helped us understand the words of Chazal better and helps enhance our our life as well, and Rahman al it shouldn't be applicable, but the Torah concepts, of course, are always applicable and always here for us to learn.